Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the uh, podcast today. Languages of love, that's my topic. You know, it's important to um, take a look at your own childhood. How were you affirmed as a child? How were you commended? How were you thanked? How were you made to be uh, or to feel important? How were you uh, communicated with by parents and friends and relatives and grandparents and so on in ways that you knew that they loved you and appreciated you and cared for you and really wanted to be part of your life and were happy that you were part of their life. How does that all happen during early childhood? Well, every child has his or her own experience in this area of life. Some children are communicated with and through words of affirmation, you know, where they're told that they are important, that they told that they are appreciated, they're told that they are loved. So they're words of affirmation, if you will. And as a child, they've learned these words and heard these words over and over again to the point that these words are acceptable and they're desirable and they're sought out and they're wanted, particularly if words of affirmation of that nature come with acts of caring and acts of love, such as a hug and a soft touch and a smile and a gentle talk and, you know, those kind of things. So some children are raised in the sense of knowing that they are important and knowing that they are valued through words and words of affirmation from those people who are important to them. Other children are um, affirmed through physical touch. They're hugged, backstroked, hair stroked, uh, pat on the back, hand holding, hand rubbing, you know, that kind of behavior. We call that physical touch. And that has always been associated with words of affirmation and smiles and appreciation and just comments about how important that child is to that parent or to that grandparent or to that friend or whatever. So some children are affirmed and really come to know that they are important and they're accepted and they're cared for and they're loved through touch, physical touch. Other children receive the same message, but in a different way, companionship. Some children are uh, affirmed and uh, come to be told that they are very important through companionship. That is when a parent takes a child with them to the grocery store, to the drugstore, to the hardware store, or for a ride in the car, or to run an errand, or uh, dropping off at school and picking up at school. That kind of companionship, being together, playing games together, going places together, enjoying activities together. When a child is included in the life of a parent, that child knows that, that, that he or she is loved and cared for. And that companionship with a parent is very, very important. Unfortunately, that is somewhat comes a little bit later in a child's life. Children very young don't pick up the message of companionship as easily and as clearly as they do physical touch and words of affirmation. But nonetheless, companionship is a very, very important part of parent-child relationships and the teaching of a feeling of love and acceptance and belonging on the part of that child in the life of that parent and family. Then fourthly, we have the message that comes across through being a helpmate, working together, playing games together, going places together, doing chores together, the parent helping the child dress, helping the child clean his room, helping the child in the chores that have been given to him and so on. But where the parent joins in and helps 
with the message that the child, the parent is doing it as an expression of love, an expression of caring, an expression of enjoyment to be with the child. So that through come through helpmates, through this helping relationship, the child picks up the message that he or she is very important to that parent and very important to the family because they want to work together, they want to join forces together. Parents don't just give a chore to a child and then say, go do it. Love is conveyed when a parent helps the child and does it with them. And they become one, they become bonded together in the different ways that chores and, and responsibilities are carried out. And then we have gifts, gift giving. You know, when a child is given gifts, that child feels important. That, that child feels that they belong or that they are a necessary part of the family and an important part of the family. Gift giving is often a way of just being very thankful to a child, being very loving to a child, being very caring for a child, wanting the child to enjoy something, to have something of enjoyment. No, that can be overdone. Gift giving can be excessive and too much and too often and too expensive. That's a different matter altogether. That doesn't tell the child that he's loved. That, that's buying the love of a child. But just the small gifts of appreciation, the small gifts of just endearment that a child receives from a parent and then from others as well throughout life becomes then a very important way for the child to know that that child is loved and cared for and appreciated and belongs and is part of the family life. See, that's where it all starts. And then that's added to in the course of life of an individual. And as they come into the adult years, these kind of messages are added. The child that is affirmed and gets more and more affirmation the child that is touched and gets more and more positive, loving touches as he gets older. The child that enjoys companionship and has more and more companionship with parents and family and so on. I mean, that's all part of how a child learns how to receive messages of love. So if you want to give a message of love to your child, find the love message that that child has grown up on and has come to appreciate and desire and want. If you want to convey a love message to your spouse, find out how that spouse was affirmed and loved and cared for as a child and what happened in his life thereafter as to building that sense of love message in his life or her life. You see, we learn our love messages. And what's important as we get older and as we grow into the adult years is that we let people in our life know the way that we like to be affirmed, that we like to be loved, that we like to be appreciated, that we like to be accepted, and that we'll know that we're accepted when these kind of love messages are conveyed. So it's important in marriage that you tell your spouse your love language, if you will, and that you find out your spouse's love language, and you speak that to him, and he speaks that to you. And for children to be able to find out what their love language is and then build on it and speak to them with it and use that as a bridge and use that as a way of reaching out and connecting with your children and your child. You connect through love messages and you have to know what the love message is of that particular child or that particular adult or that particular important person in your life. If you really want to have an impact on the life of somebody, find out their love language and then reach out to them through their love language. And they'll know that you value them. They will know that you like them. They know, you'll know that they know that you appreciate them. You see? 
Love language is a way of connecting. It's a way of bonding. It's a way of becoming part of the life of someone else in your world and in your home and in your work situation and so on. So find out love languages. There are those five. Affirmations, verbal affirmations, physical touch, companionship, being a helpmate, and then through gift giving. And so if you know those five and utilize them, but only in the love language of the person to whom you're speaking, you have to know that person's love language and you need to speak it. If a person have a love language of gifts, gift giving and gift receiving, and you don't do that, that person is going to wonder if you really love them. You see, if you have this need for companionship and nobody gives you companionship, you're going to wonder if you're loved. You're going to be doubtful as to whether you're loved because you know you're loved when you have companionship. But without companionship, you're not going to know if you are loved at all. Same with affirmations, words of affirmation. You see, if that's important to you to be affirmed and nobody affirms you, you're going to be depressed. You're going to be discouraged. You're going to feel alone. You're going to feel outside. You're going to feel like you don't belong, like you're not wanted, that you're not important, that you're not valued. But when you do receive words of affirmation, you're going to light up because that's really where you burn and that's really your heart because that tells you that you are appreciated and that you are valued and you are somebody that is belonging to a group, belonging to a family, belonging to a social group of some kind because of affirmation. Let people know your love language. You find out the love language of others and you speak the love language of each other. Don't speak your love language to somebody else. You speak their love language, you see. You always have to find out the love language of the person that you're trying to affirm and send messages of appreciation and send messages of, of uh, love and caring and acceptance and warmth and bonding. So thanks for joining me and um, this is a good way for you to start the new year. Get into the mix here of learning to be expressive but to speak the love language of the person in your life that you want them to know, that you want to know that you love them. All right, I recommend you the book, Lessons from My Father. Great book to give as a gift. Great book to read now during the winter months. And you can go to Barnes and Noble and Amazon and my website, booksbyhedberg.com. www.booksbyhedberg.com. Pick up the book, Lessons from My Father. It'd be a good one. Because you learn the lessons of each other and learn from each other and enrich each other's life thereby. Bye for now.